Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome into A to Z Sports. We are powered by the BetMGM app live every weekday morning at 8 central streaming on Facebook, YouTube and Twitch links tweeted out segment by segment on our Twitter feed or our X feed now, Jack uh, at mm-hmm. ATOZ Sports. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok threads for a lot more Titans coverage as well. Content and coverage. First, we got to thank our sponsors because they make the show happen and they make life easy for you. It's Wilson County Hyundai. Make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Visit them at boneandjointtn.org to schedule an appointment. Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer located in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. Visit them at KrebsKubota.com. And the Aura app. The Aura app is keeping you safe online and on the web. You can use our link, Aura.com slash ATOZ, to try two weeks for free and show you how many data brokers share your information. So thank you to all of our sponsors. And Jack, uh, the chat's been pretty uh, supportive here, pretty supporting uh, you and me uh, behind the reins. This thing might get unhinged. If you've ever listened to my appearances on the Tighten Up podcast, we go off the rails quite often. So it should be a fun show. Yeah, I'm excited. Hey, I, I see a lot of y'all's comments and it's funny. It's uh the preseason lineup is what some of you guys are saying, which is cracking me up. But <laughs> it's training um, camp for all. I love that. Yeah, they got the third <laughs> strings in. Yeah, and we're gonna have fun today, no matter what, though. So uh, let's stay hot in the chat and, and let's let's get this thing underway. Well, uh, Jack, it's uh, I- interesting here, and Austin and I have kind of talked about it doing the show every morning. I'm interested in hearing your perspective because. We were doing this intro yesterday, and Austin said to me, Sam, it's the last day of Titans training camp. And I kind of was taken back a little bit by that. The fact that training camp's in the rearview mirror now. We've got a preseason game and cut day that we're looking forward to on Tuesday. Like, are you as surprised by how quickly this thing has gone as I am? Like, where, where and where's your, like, morale for the regular season? Where are you at here? Well, I'll answer that question first. I am fired the hell up, Sam. I, I am ready for the regular season to get going. This has kind of flown by, you know, in, in years past, and it was looking like it would be this way as well early on, but the the weeks leading up to the preseason are just so slow. And thankfully, D-Hop arrived, gave Titans fans a little bit to get excited about after a pretty dull offseason up to that point. So I think that this offseason has honestly been – one of those that has flown by in comparison to the others. So I, I well, I'm ready for regular season football, but I've also enjoyed the process. Jack, I mean, it's my first. It was my first full off season covering the Tennessee Titans, and I, I couldn't help but think, like, what do people do when there's not this much stuff to talk about? Because like I was getting by with DeAndre Hopkins and quarterback content, and the Titans did me a favor and drafted Will Levis, which you know was a 
opened a whole new can of worms. They had a new general manager hire. They extended Jeffrey Simmons. Like stuff was happening. And I still felt like it was an off season. So I, I was just sitting there like, yeah, what do you do if you're the Arizona Cardinals right now? Like, ex- how do you get through the six months between February and uh, August if you're the Arizona Cardinals? It blows my mind a little bit. Uh, you said you're fired up. Is that football fired up or Titans fired up? Because sports fans do this thing, Jack, where you get right to like the regular season. You start to put your Homer glasses on a little bit. You start to be like even the worst team in the league. You're like nine and eight, 10 and seven, maybe. So are you excited for this team or are you excited because football's here? No, I'm excited about the Titans, uh, specifically about the Titans. And these 9 and 8, 10 and 7, I don't think 10 wins is the ceiling. I think it's a little bit higher for this team. They've got the talent to make some stuff happen on offense. They've got that defense coming back. And the newcomers, I'm really interested in watching. It's Rand Carthon's first batch, so we'll have something to judge him off of. Um, But just the offense has a receiver again that we're excited about. Like the passing attack could work again. And yeah, just the, the 2020 and 2021 season – where the ball was moving through the air when when the guys that were supposed to be on the field were actually on the field was just so much fun that it's it, it's kind of lit a flame inside of me and uh, maybe got my hopes of a little too high, but we'll deal with that when the letdown happens. Yeah, there's this new shine, right? Yeah, people are excited mm-hmm. to see DeAndre Hopkins in uniform, and even if that kind of wears down, people will be like, oh, what about Will Levis in uniform? What about Tajay Spear? Like, There's a lot of things that I think have got Titans fans buzzing, which is why, uh, you know, I'm pretty fired up for the regular season and specifically the home opener uh, to get going and see the the energy among Titans fans. Uh, We have the first home game of the season tomorrow night. It's uh, the preseason, uh, but it's the first home preseason game in the preseason finale. The New England Patriots will be here, Jack. And uh, this is a really interesting game to me because with the new NFL schedule of the preseason where there's only three of them instead of four, this third preseason game feels like a huge opportunity for a lot of guys on the roster bubble. Um, The cut day is Tuesday. There are no more practices really until cut day decisions are going to be made based off of how uh, they, everybody's done in the past and how, um, they do tomorrow night. So you have a lot of Titans players. I think that are still up in the air that I think maybe tomorrow could win themselves some jobs. How open do you feel like this is like, do you think decisions are already made or do you actually think there's jobs to be won here? I think that this coaching staff has like 50 dudes that they're confident in that will they'll make the 53 right to open week one i think there's maybe two or three jobs up in the air we'll get to exactly where i think those jobs are open here in a little bit but i think for the most part this roster is pretty solidified you know depth at certain positions are a little weaker than others on this on this team and look this is a titans team that does have holes still and the injury issues of past if they arise again i mean just like any team in football it's going to be tough to overcome some of that stuff thankfully Knock on wood. We haven't seen a whole lot of that this preseason or this training camp. So hey, last I, time, I, last time there was uh, comments like that made. We went down. That this, was uh, that was from Boss Man though, and he he's out today, sure. so he's not going to be able to curse us. But uh, yeah, no, I think for the most part this roster is pretty, pretty solidified. There's a couple jobs up in the air, but uh, I feel good about where the team's headed in Week One, and I th- I think the coaching staff has a lot to be happy about as well. 
Yeah, the hardest part to navigate, I think, right now is the numbers. Like, you, I think you kind of know the hierarchy of every position for the most part throughout the entire roster. The question is, like, okay, well, is it five inside linebackers and five outside linebackers, mm-hmm. or is it six and four? And where, how many receivers do they keep? And is there an extra offensive lineman or, or cornerback in there? Which comes down to the special teams impact, which is a little bit harder to, uh, I guess, identify and, and really see pop just watching the game you really have to dive into some film and uh and get into the weeds with that in order to know who's standing out on special teams but i do think that there are jobs that are legitimately up for grabs i and i think there's players specifically that came to mind for both of us that are fighting for their football lives uh and have a lot on the line when they take the field whether there has not been a ton of opportunity in the past and they need to show what they're made of or this is the last straw and they have to make sure that they can come through one time. So let's go ahead and get to our first question of the day. Let's ask the chat this question, which uh, Titans player has the most on the line Friday versus new England, which Titans player has the most on the line Friday versus new England. Uh, I think you can go a lot of different ways here. And Jack, you and I each thought of somebody that came to mind. So which Titans player has the most on the line versus new England before we get to your answers, want to tell everybody about the bone and joint Institute. They're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Uh, you can visit them online at boneandjointtn.org. Cause whenever you get hurt in life, you have to know who to trust. You can trust the bone and joint Institute and you won't fumble on your recovery. If you go see them, they have a state of the art rehab facility located out in Franklin that has image clinic, rehab, surgery, testing all under one roof, no driving all over middle Tennessee to go to your different appointments. You go and see them out in Franklin, schedule an appointment at boneandjointtn.org. Absolutely love the fine folks over at Bone and Joint. We also love the fine folks over at BetMGM. And while the football season is gearing up, I know you guys are going to want to have skin in the game this season. So download BetMGM because they've got a great promotion going on right now. Current users, log into BetMGM, go to the Refer a Friend invitation. You can rack up up to $2,000 in bonus bets because every time a friend signs up with BetMGM, they get $100 and you get $100 all in bonus bets. So you get to text that link to all your friends. Switch your sports books. Get on the get on the best one, the king of sports books. They call it that for a reason, people. In BetMGM, you can invite up to twenty friends to get up to two thousand dollars in bonus bets. And don't forget, with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sports books. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Twenty-one years of old of age or older to wager. Tennessee only, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Okay, Jack, we asked the question uh, just a few moments ago, which Titans player has the most on the line Friday versus New England? A couple jobs still on the line. I'll send you to the chat. What are we thinking here with Titans players that need to show out tomorrow? Yeah, I, I'm loving this because of the variety of answers we have here. We're going to start off hot with Danny Whitson, the kicker, money badger, Michael Badgley, who they just brought in this week. He does have a lot on the line. We talked about it this week on uh, the Tighten Up podcast. Mike Vrabel is playing this kicker dating game. It seems like he's got a new girlfriend every week or a new <laughs> kicker every week. 
Um, Monty Rice says Titans Kyle. Monty Rice has uh, been disappointing. There's no doubt about it. Um, Levis, Willis, so the backup quarterbacks, both with a lot on the line, obviously, trying to find out their exact role for week one. Um, Racy McMath says Jody. Badgley says Dave. Eric Davis agrees with Willis. Uh, Mason Kinsey says Chandler Cummings. There's some opportunity for him this week. Yeah. Stephen King thinks it's Hassan Haskins. Roy says Racy. Uh, Paul Paul's also on the Money Badger train. Karen, Mason Kinsey, Hassan Haskins from Steven. Sin City Titans says Badgley. Uh, Haskins says Jay Boston. Racy says uh, Biggie. Malik says John Foster. And here comes a couple of Rices from Omar and Brad. Um, Rashad Weaver says Cameron Strong. There's been some developments that's, on the uh, on that outside of the D line right there. Yeah, that's an um, interesting answer. I wouldn't have pegged Rashad Weaver as somebody, but I mean, it kind of makes sense if yeah. you're looking at depth chart. Like Rashad Weaver's roster spot is solid, yes. but what does the depth chart look like? Is probably the question there from Cameron. That's interesting. Yeah, and the emergence of Caleb Murphy makes things a little more interesting. Um, here's a good one: Julius Chestnut from Jay. Eddie also thinks Kinsey. Orlando says NPF. Tough training camp and, and really preseason for NPF. Um, but he needs to prove something so that way, you know, when the Titans come off their bye, we feel comfortable with him at right tackle, right? Um, Pretty Boy says Malik. Keaton says Racy. So I'm going to kick it to you, Sam. Which Titans player do you think is under the most pressure? Yeah, so, I mean, it's interesting the chat goes with Mason Kinsey a lot in the wide receiver room. Uh the wide receiver room is very up in the air. And I think Kinsey does have a lot to play for. Uh, I was pretty vocal yesterday. I, I think Mason Kinsey is going to get an opportunity to play in the first few weeks of the season for the Titans with Kyle Phillips missing time. Kiaris Jackson did return to practice yesterday, which does cloudy those waters just a little bit, like in terms of who's that next guy up for slot play slash punt return play. Uh, but yeah, Mason Kinsey's had what he called the most consistent training camp of his career yesterday to me. And, uh, that puts him in a pretty good spot probably to get into a game. I'm going to stick in the wide receiver room, but I'm going to okay. go with somebody that was not mentioned by the chat. I'm going to go with Colton Dowell, the seventh round pick, uh, out of UT Martin, Jack, he got hurt during joint practices in Minnesota. He did not play in the Minnesota preseason game. So he's only suited up in uniform one time that was in Chicago. And when I look at this Titans wide receiver room, you've got an injury to Kyle Phillips. You've got an injury to Traylon Burks who may or may not be healthy and ready to go week one of the regular season. I originally had the Titans keeping five wide receivers on their roster, maybe six with Dowell. I don't know where he stands anymore because he hasn't really been out there. Reggie Robertson's been making more plays. Mason Kinsey is like an elevation candidate. I think you need to see Colton Dowell come out and play really well to secure his spot on the roster. Somebody is going to make this team outside of that main group. You got Traylon Burks, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyle Phillips, NWI, Chris Moore. Those five are going to make this team. Somebody else is making the team too with Kyle Phillips being down. Is it Reggie Robertson? Is it Colton Dowell? Is it Mason Kinsey? Is it Kiaris Jackson? It's up in the air, and I think Dowell has the best shot, but he has to go out there and show me something in New England. He's been too inconsistent in practice with dropping the ball, and we didn't get a seventh-round pick 
who we knew was a project and needed to develop, didn't play in Minnesota. Yeah, interesting, interesting selection there. I, I, I just wish one of those receivers would be able to separate themselves in a preseason game. We've seen Mason Kinsey yeah. lead the team in receiving yards once. Racy McMath did it another time. You know, Mason Kinsey, and I, th- I do not mean this in a dis- disrespectful way at all, but he feels like the new Logan Woodside. He is the cockroach that can't be killed on this Titans team. No matter what happens at that position, he just keeps plucking away. And, you know, he's found himself in a position to make the 53 now with the Kyle Phillips stuff going on. It's, yeah. I, so, it's yeah, been clar- interesting. clarify. I, like, I don't think Kinsey's a guy who's going to make the 53, but I do think he's somebody who makes the practice squad and gets elevated in the next few. Like, there's no reason to keep Mason Kinsey on the 53 because you're confident you can keep him on the P squad and elevate him and still get the same, day, like, game day impact from him yeah but i like reggie colton dowell like those are guys that maybe could make the 53 if they could separate themselves and to your point jack i keep seeing a trey sean harrison or a reggie robertson making plays in practice and i show up on game day and i'm just like wait like you disappeared where are you you have to be able to translate it to speed and I've seen Reggie and Treshawn not do that so far. I want to see if Colton Dowell can stand out and can have four catches for 50 yards and show the Titans that there is some receiving value there as well as special teams value. Yeah, I agree. And I think that Racy McMath, that's a big strength of his because of his speed. The problem is with Racy, every time he catches the ball, he falls to the ground. I like If your biggest asset is speed, I want, I want you to catch that ball and turn up field and zoom past everybody Stay on your some, feet, <laughs> some yard, like this Titans receiving group. There's no real yards after the catch ability here. I mean, D hops great in contested catches and he can absolutely, you know, make some plays with his legs after the catch. But outside of that, they need a guy who can, you know, break away from defenders and make a couple guys miss down the field to pick up an extra 20 yards. Racy McMath can be that guy. He just never stays on his feet after the catch. So it's an interesting position to watch, as it always is, I, I feel like, this time of the year. Um, well, Ra- Racy, too, is, like, just to be to be completely honest, like, he's way too inconsistent as a route runner, in practice, even. Like, I watch the drills that the wide receivers do just about every day, and he gets yelled at just about every day for not running a good enough route and being mm-hmm. too inconsistent with his footwork. And like at this point in his career, going into year three or whatever this is for Racy now, like you've got four career catches or whatever it is. Like he's got a handful of them. I can count them on my fingers and he's still inconsistent as a route runner. Like he doesn't separate as frequently as he should for somebody that has his level of track speed. So like I I think the Racy McMath train has sort of left the station for me where I like I he was running with the threes yesterday, Jack. Like he was running with Will Levis and Gavin Holmes as his like unit there at wide receiver. I've kind of removed him from my my thought process in the conversation. I just, I want to see Colton Dowell do something that makes me feel really good about his chances of making the team. Cause right now, like I, when I went through my 53 man roster the other day and made it, I felt like I was just shrugging my shoulders yeah, at the last wide receiver being like, all right, well, I guess it's got to be this guy because I, I don't know where else to go. So some, somebody do something. Colton Dowell's the guy I have my eye on. 
Uh, Jack, we'll get to your answer. I'm interested in seeing where you go because you are not going at wide receiver. You no. made that very clear to me uh, that you felt like you had somebody. I brought up this question. You had somebody in mind right away. So we're going to hear who popped into your brain. Uh, but first, I want to tell uh, everybody about our good friends over at Krebs Kubota. People love Krebs Kubota. They love the, the live read. Krebs Kubota is Middle Tennessee's preferred equipment dealer with convenient locations in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. Krebs is an elite Kubota dealer and has served the community for over 18 years. Krebs Kubota sells, services, and supplies parts of the best equipment in the industry and has a large selection of inventory and stock at all three locations right now. Krebs Kubota believes customer satisfaction is rooted in an outstanding parts and service department. It is their goal to have the best uh, parts and service in the industry, which stands behind the best equipment in the industry. Uh, I know Austin Stanley has been, you know, complaining about how badly he needs to get out to Krebs Kubota to get himself some new uh, lawn care equipment because mm -hmm. he has broken a few of his. So if you are in the same boat, make sure you go and visit them uh, or visit them online. It's KrebsKubota.com. Talk about the kings of their industry. That's BetMGM, the king of sports books. And if you're looking to get a little skin in the game, then BetMGM is the perfect place for you to do that. College football season's right around the corner, so is the NFL. And I know you and your friends all want to get in on some action. So BetMGM has the perfect promotion. They have a refer a friend invitation policy for current users. So you log in, you click the refer a friend invitation tab, and you send that to your friends. Every time one of your friends joins, They'll get $100 in bonus bets, and you'll get $100 in bonus bets. You can do that with up to 20 of your friends to stack up up to $2,000 in bonus bets. And it's an offer that you're not going to find anywhere else. Take advantage of it before this football season really gets rolling. All right, Jack. So what is your answer here? I went with Colton Dowell as uh, the guy that I wanted to see stand out and I feel like has the most on the line tomorrow night against New England. But who jumped out to you when I asked you this question? Where are you going here? So there's a couple ways you could answer this. You went with, with a guy who is going to be fighting for one of those last spots on the 53. I've got a guy in mind who I believe will undoubtedly make the 53, but he's got a chance to earn some significant playing time with a strong performance against the Patriots, and that is Chance Campbell. The Ooh. inside linebacker position has been kind of a mess, right? Monty Rice has been a big-time disappointment when David Long left this offseason. I, and I feel like most Titans fans, felt like that would be the place for Monty Rice to step up and finally grow into the starter that the Titans drafted him to be. Well, that hasn't exactly played out. We've only seen him in seven snaps this preseason. Dr. Gibby, Jack Gibbons, has taken that, that starting role, put it in a chokehold. It feels like it's his, uh, uh, you know, without a question, heading into week one at least. And, you know, Rice is still dealing with some injury stuff. But while Rice is away... Chance Campbell has an opportunity to really, really plant himself as a guy who can, you know, handle a bunch of snaps if need be in the regular season at the inside linebacker spot. He's got the speed to handle himself in pass coverage. He's a tackling machine. We saw that in his one year at Ole Miss, at least I did when I was down there. Uh, he, he can do it all, and his motor runs so hot. I am so excited for Chance Campbell. He's you know, like David Long, six-round draft pick that could really make an impact this season. So if Monty Rice isn't ready and isn't up to speed, I think that Chance Campbell needs to put together a good game against the Patriots in order to really carve out a role for himself heading into week one. I think he's got a strong chance to do it too, Sam. Yeah, I mean, so the only reason I think I would disagree with this is 
I feel like he's already done it, Jack. Like I, I feel like Monty Rice, and I, I've been saying this since training camp really kicked off, and I started to look at the inside linebacker rotation. I said, hold on. We've got Aziz out here with, with Jack Gibbons. Now Aziz is on the sideline, and Chance Campbell's coming in, and Monty's on the sideline with his helmet in his hands, and he's not available for the preseason game. Seven snaps in Chicago, nowhere to be found in Minnesota. Uh, seen working on, you know, working through an injury rehab, and Mike Vrabel said, yeah, he's just not available right now. I don't know what Monty Rice's story is here, but I, I felt the stock plummeting on him uh really since a few weeks into training camp and so chance campbell is that next guy up that uh stands to gain the most from monty's misfortune i would say uh, he was kind of misfortunate himself as a rookie and had jack gibbons kind of replace his role in the defense of being that next linebacker up behind like the cunningham and longs does Chance Campbell, like, where can he go? What is his ceiling here for you? Because I feel like he's already passed Monty Rice and is probably inside linebacker three. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, I don't, his ceiling, it's hard to put it, put that, you uh, put a ceiling on a guy who's, you know, third in line in the inside Just linebacker. Just in the rotation. Position. I mean, but, like, yeah, like, no, I, I is think it possible he, he passes Jack Gibbons at some point this season? Maybe, right? I, like, maybe I, I'm not ruling that out either because you know, I mean, Jack Gibbons. Let's face it, he's a UDFA. But if there is one position in the NFL that can take a UDFA and transform them into a starting caliber, like at least average level in you, you know position player, it's the inside linebacker position. It's all dog, man. You got to have that dog in you at that position. Chance Campbell does it. I think that if anything were to happen up top with some of the guys that are in front of him. I would feel comfortable with Chance Campbell lining up and even starting a game at that position. I think that he's got all the tools necessary. You know, it's all about – we saw it was Shane Bowen's first year as a defensive coordinator. It felt like a lot of guys were thinking and not playing instinctually. But remember what happened in Shane Bowen's second year. The defense turned into one of the best in the NFL. So I think, you know, all these second-year players in that defense are going to be able to take that next step mentally, start playing with more instincts, and that way they'll maximize their potential and their abilities on the field. Chance Campbell is entering year two with the Titans, and I think it's time for him to take a big jump. It is important to keep in mind, too, though, this is essentially year one because he missed basically the whole season last year. He wasn't really able to get on the field. Um, my only worry with him and Jack Gibbons both, I think is the speed. Like I've seen times yeah. where they have not had the speed to hang with, like you're guarding a Tajay Spears at times, at times, like out of the backfield. Like it's, it's difficult for a guy like that who plays a little bit bigger and chances a big dude, uh, to, to really have this, the speed to stick with them. Like Aziz, different story. Aziz is everywhere all the time and, and plays very fast, but Chance does have that motor in him, uh, which makes him very good against the run. And I think, uh, you know, knowing where to be and having a, a nose for getting after the ball carrier is just as much of playing inside linebacker as speeding coverages, especially in in this defense. Like you might have some help coming down from the safety as well, uh, who comes down into the nickel if it's Elijah Molden or they use Amani Hooker as a backer a lot of the times and, and kind of bring him to help for coverage if you need some speed there. So, all right, Chance Campbell is your guy. I want to see Colton Dowell shine, but I do think, uh, you know, even if it's not a roster spot, those are some more conversations that we need to uh, 
keep an eye on those are some like those depth chart battles as well for who's going to get that playing time week one almost as important as the roster spots in general uh the chat was very vocal jack about a guy named michael badgley uh the titans (laughs) kicker who they feel has a ton on the line and uh, i don't think the chat is wrong at all i actually think that's a great answer because mike vrabel earlier this week did not seem very sold on Michael Badgley is the Titans future at kicker. He missed four kicks two days ago, seven for 10 in the special teams period with some atrocious misses wide, right from like 33 yards, 43 yards and 48 yards. Then another one from 44 yesterday inside the bubble. He went 10 for 10 in special teams period. It was inside the bubble. Kicking indoors is a lot easier. You're not going to be kicking indoors at Nissan stadium. So I, I took it with a grain of salt, and then they did a two-minute drill. Ryan Tannehill, uh, very similar to what he did day one, threw a nice pass to Mason Kinsey, who got his feet down, got out of bounds, set up a field goal attempt at the end of the two-minute drill, and Badgley missed wide right again from, like, I want to say it was 48 or something like that. Uh, Missed one from 50-plus as well, so... I don't know. I, I'm still jury is still out on Michael Badgley. Are you out on Michael Badgley? I guess I haven't gotten your thoughts on the kicking situation at all. So I want to hear that before we get to our question. I don't think that it's necessarily fair for you to take his 10 for 10 performance with a grain of salt after the first day he had. And I understand there's some nerves coming in uh, on your first day back with a team that actually had cut you after that dreadful performance he had and the team had. Uh, against Arizona a couple of years ago in the season opener. But he went 10 for 10 after he had a rough day. I think yeah, that's a, a huge cushy strike. little bubble. Nobody was rushing the kicks. I mean, it was a special teams period of him just kicking in an air-conditioned roof bubble. Get I get it, but that that's going to – I think that we can't overlook that day. I, it, mm. it, not, not all kickers – look, there's a lot of dome stadiums. The Colts play in a dome. The Titans are going to have at least two games against Indianapolis this season up there in a dome. They start in week one at New Orleans. So I don't take that with a grain of salt. 10 for 10 is 10 for 10, man. And if you're a Titans fan and you know the struggles this team has been through at the kicker position, you take 10 for 10 no matter if it's raining, sleeting, snowing, or if the sun is shining. Or if there's no sun at all because it's in a dome. So 10 for 10 is 10 for 10. I, I don't like that you're downplaying that. Ah, I'm going to continue downplaying it, dude. I mean, I want to see how you kick with wind and like sometimes like uncomfortable uh, playing surface and a a rush coming at you. And the ones that they do in these live periods are more like a game kick than 10 for 10 by himself staring down an upright. By the way, I think this is a factor too. I got to get off my chest. The bubble in the Titans practice facility has this, I don't even know what the purpose of it is, this really big circle, like 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 sphere almost, like ha- and it's indented into the wall directly behind the goalpost. So it's almost like you're not just kicking between these goalposts. You have like a big old target right behind there that you're aiming at. I think that makes it easier to kick too when you've got something to aim for. So... I don't know. I, I am downplaying the 10 for 10. Five games the Titans are playing in a dome stadium this year. Five games. Okay. Well, maybe he'll go 10 for 10 in those five games, but guess oh, what? Oh, I hope so. Guess what? 
is their home stadium outdoors, Jack? Or is it more <laughs> similar to the heat and like wind of Tennessee outdoors that he was practicing in on uh, on Tuesday? I see your point. I see your Last point. Last I checked, Obviously. they didn't build the new stadium yet. They didn't build the new stadium. So <laughs> Nissan Stadium still outside. Uh, regardless, Michael Badgley is very interesting. Uh, I will say this. I'll give him this credit. He had more leg strength than I anticipated him having. Like, and maybe this is part of the dome and no wind, but he was kicking 50-yard field goals. He, The one that he made from 51 probably was good from 58. Uh, and I didn't necessarily anticipate him having that kind of leg strength when he first got signed. He hasn't been known as being a, a long-range kicker the last couple of years when he's been bouncing around between a few teams. So I will give him that. That was surprising. But when Mike Vrabel was asked on Tuesday – Jack, he said, well, yeah, we've had Michael here before, and uh, he's got the next crack at it. Not exactly a ringing endorsement from your head coach. And Titans fans are saying, well, let's go get somebody. Let's look at this list of guys. Ryan Suckup, Robbie Gold, Rodrigo Blankenship, Randy Bullock, Zane Gonzalez, that are available on the free agent market uh, as some of the veteran free agent kickers. And so it got me thinking you know, if there was another option for the Titans right now, who is the best option for the Titans? So let's go ahead and ask this question before we play our little game. Look at this list right here. And our question is, which of these veteran kickers, veteran free agent kickers, would you most want the Titans to sign? Which of these veteran free agent kickers would you most want the Titans to sign and then we are going to play our game of uh, a little kicker would you rather uh, but first I want to tell everybody about the aura app the aura app is keeping you safe online uh, they will identify data brokers that have your information submit opt-out requests on your behalf and uh, the aura app will uh, keep you safe with it VPN monitoring, uh, with parental controls online, everything that it takes because anyone can find anything on the internet, including your name, email, address, phone number, or your relatives. That's kind of scary. Aura found over 35 data brokers that had my information when I first signed up with Aura. They removed uh, my info from them. So I no longer get the spam calls, the no caller IDs, the numbers I don't recognize that have a robot on the other end. I'm off all the call lists and Aura did it for me. You don't have to go and worry about it anymore. And it really does work. I did it. Austin did it. Zach did it. Jack, I don't know if you've done it yet. If you haven't, you need to. because need to. Yeah, you do need to. It takes two minutes. You sign up. Uh, you just put in your name, exactly what you're looking for on the Aura app, and they take care of everything for you. So if you want to try it out, go to Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. It's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z, and you can get a two-week free trial from Aura, keeping you safe online. Not a free trial, but essentially some free money to be handed out over at BetMGM. Uh, because they've got an offer going on. You refer a friend, you get up to $2,000 in bonus bets. You can invite up to 20 friends, $100 for every friend that joins in free bets for him and free bets for you. So you can invite up to 20 friends, run that number all the way up to $2,000 by referring a friend over at BetMGM. You're going to want to take advantage of this so you can start your football season in the green over at BetMGM. All right, Jack, uh, we asked the question to the chat. We looked at this list of veteran free agent kickers. 
And we asked the question, which of these guys would you most want the Titans to sign? That They do have Michael Badgley, who's probably in the same conversation with a lot of them. But if there was a replacement, who is the guy? I'll send you to the chat to see who the Titans fans want to see in Music City. Kicker talk on A to Z Sports. I love, I love kicker morning. talk. Everybody's got an opinion. And Matt starts off strong. Go get gold. Robbie Gold is available. Sam, I know your Bears history. I'm sure that's a guy that you're you're thinking about in the back of let's, your mind. Or well, let's keep this in mind real quick. Robbie Gold, as reliable as it gets, but I've heard a lot of Titans fans complaining about not kicking 50-plus yard field goals. Robbie Gold's not doing any of those. Robbie Gold's going to make everything from 45 and in. He's not making anything from 50-plus. He's not even trying them. Maybe one per season, but... We got to, you know, keep that in mind with Robbie Gold. He's he's like 40 years old, so he's, he's not not really kicking 50-plus yarders anymore. We'll dive deeper on him in just a minute. Yeah. Orlando Jones says hot rod. Uh, Ryan agrees. Blankenship, who has just become available. Um, John Foster says bring back suck up. So does Joseph Marshall. Uh, Noah says fat Randy in all caps. Fit Randy. That's fit Randy to you, Noah. Demetrius says Gould. Uh, I don't know why I said it that Gould? way. Uh, Stephen Stephen Gould, King says, says gold. I that was me just reading reading before uh, my Gould. brain was working. It's it's still early in the morning, Sam. Um, Clayton says Blankenship for the glasses. Bring bring goggles to Nashville. Uh, Eric Castillo says gold. Johnny W says suck up gold. Gold from Ashley and Scott. Robbie Gold, uh, the Carthon pick. From Steven, I don't know if he was a Carthon pick because Carthon no. wasn't with the Bears. Yeah, so, no. <laughs> but he, he did get signed by the Niners when Rand was there. So there is some sort of a, a relationship. Andre says gold. Billy says gold. Chris says gold. Top tier says gold. Uh, Robbie this is, G from This Richie. is wild to me. This is wild to me. Like Titans fans. So I guess the would you rather will be a little bit more telling. But of this list. Robbie Gold is the name that sticks out to a lot of the chat. That's who they want to uh, to come in here and be the Titans kicker. Jack, uh, before we get to Would You Rather, who is your guy off this list? Like, I feel like you've got a guy. Uh, yeah, you're the type of kicker guy. talk guy that's got a guy. I want to know who your guy is. Well, it's funny because two of those guys used to play for the Titans in Randy True. Bullock and Ryan Suckup. I'm not so sure the Titans made – the right move by letting Randy walk. I understand that he's not going to be a guy Whoa. from 50. I understand, but from but he's kind of like those other dudes. I mean, none of those guys are going to hit from 50 consistently. Brett Maher uh, could be an option if Denver has already released him. I'm not sure he's been yeah, a mess there's a ever, lot since of, the, ever since yeah. the postseason last year. He's got the biggest leg. There's right, a lot of different guys that like are potentially coming available that are not necessarily available yet. Cut days mm -hmm. coming. So like at cut day, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more kickers that hit that market. Exactly. And opens a new conversation. So absolutely. But uh, we're, we're talking about those options that we just showed you on the screen. And of those options, I think that suck ups lost it. Uh, he tried seven 50 yarders last year, only made two of them. Robbie Gold is the most decorated kicker. He's made the most pressure kicks of anybody on that list. Zane Gonzalez, it's not him. Rodrigo Blankenship, it's not him. So, to me, the best two on there are Robbie Gold and Randy Bullock. And 
I, I've got Jack it. Gentry I know, advocating I know for that, Randy Bullock. Hell hath frozen over, my friend. This is look. I'm just playing the. I'm playing. I'm playing the options that you've given me. And Robbie Gold's 41 years old. Wow. We've seen Gary. We've seen Gary Anderson, single bar Gary, come through Nashville and do some damage in in, in uh, his 40s. But I, I think that of those options, Robbie Gold is probably your best bet. All right, so you're with the chat. I, I feel like you might have walked back your your uh, Randy Bullock. No, 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 a little no, bit. Uh, you might, you Rand, might have walked Randy's, back a little bit. Randy's got the silver medal. He's he's on the podium. You know, the, all right. Well, Denise wants to know why I don't kick. Denise, I'm in. I just uh, I need a call. I am money from inside thirty five. <laughs> like I will make that extra point six out of ten times. So that's pretty. It's pretty. I will make the extra point sixty percent of the time. Only you know, in a dome. Maybe I'm the emergency kicker. Who knows? You know, I, you know, we've uh, well documented my maybe Jack, you might have to weigh in if we have time at the end of the show. But I don't know if you've been uh, dialed into my recent claims that I could make five out of 10 penalty kicks against the Nashville SC goalie. So we'll I did see. see that. I think that's absolutely ludicrous. All right. Well, maybe you don't need to chime in because <laughs> I don't need that sort of negative energy in my life. Want to get to a super chat before I give my answer. Andre uh, comes in with a $5 super chat, says we drafted a backup quarterback, running back, Swain 2.0, and Hollister's twin, uh, oh. talking about uh, Colton Dowell and uh, Josh Wiley there. Now wide receiver, kicker, inside linebacker issues. Wow, imagine that. I wonder what the thought process was. Yeah, Andre, I think this is an interesting uh, just conversation that's going to have to be had throughout the course of the regular season for the Titans because – you're not wrong. They did address things that weren't necessarily immediate issues. And the thought process from Ran and Mike Rabel was, how can they be competitive in 2023 while setting themselves up to be competitive in 2024 and establish a new core? Like Rand is trying to build the next generation of Titans while also supplement, supplementing the current generation of Titans. And so, you know, I don't agree that Josh Wiley Swain 2.0. I think their play styles are drastically different but even josh wiley hasn't looked very good so far in his preseason and training camp performances he's really struggled out there yesterday in practice even so i get some of the frustration and if wide receiver and kicker and inside linebacker are issues that you know rear their ugly heads at some point this year while your draft picks are not players that have an impact on your 2023 success then we have to have the conversation. I do think Tajay Spears, though, even though running back's not a you know not a need, Tajay Spears going to uh, going to be an awesome player for the. Like, he's going to he, help them in so many ways. He is so. that guy. I do agree with Andre though. If you know kickers put points on the board, and you're sitting here in the seventh round taking dudes like Cole McDonald, Colton Dow. I mean, some of those late round draft picks have been so frustrating and have have done nothing. They didn't sniff the field. We'll yeah. see what Colton Dow does, but I'd be surprised if he gets any action this season. Why not just go get a kicker? Evan McPherson, fifth round for the Bengals. That's working out nicely. Buffalo, the hardest place to kick in the NFL, has Tyler Bass, who is absolutely money. Yeah. Why? It's not that difficult to kick in Nashville. The wins aren't crazy. Go get you a kicker in the sixth round. Solve your issues for the next decade. Especially, it's I that mean, easy. The, especially those, those draft picks are it's not a ton of guaranteed money like drafting who was the guy maybe you remember his name i'm blanking on it for some reason tampa took him in like the third round or roberto something. aguayo yeah that roberto aguayo and he was the <laughs> the florida state kicker that was supposed to be the savior and yeah roberto aguayo that's a name 
yeah, it didn't work out. And, and they gave him a lot of guaranteed money to not really kick uh, for them at all. So yeah. Yeah. I guess that's an example of it not working. But for the most part, you see some of the best young kickers come via the draft, not via the free agent pool. So, And look uh, at the teams drafting them. Cincinnati's doing all right. Buffalo's doing pretty good. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, no one wants to know if Stonehouse can kick. Uh, God, I wish. No, maybe. I don't think so. (laughs) And uh, no, I don't think Brett Kern is uh, ready to go either uh, from Ken here. Uh, I look at this list, and there's one guy uh, that sticks out to me, Jack, and it is right in the middle there, Huncho Blanco, Rodrigo (laughs) Blankenship. Uh, There's a lot of old guys on this list, a lot of old dudes. And I think if there is an experienced kicker there uh, that has – a history of making long field goals for one and has a pretty big leg and, you know, has not really settled in, but I think probably just needs opportunity. It, I think it's Rodrigo Blankenship. I, I was very high on him as one of the best up and coming kickers. He was one of those kickers that was drafted uh, out of Georgia. And I think Rodrigo Blankenship would be a great guy for the Titans to sign that sign me up for that. Um, but let's play. You got something to add? I was going to say, he made some monster kicks down there in between the hedges at Georgia. Yes, he did. He made some with the Colts his first year and then kind of disappeared and and had his little – I mean, kickers get yips and have situations all the time. I think there's still a lot of good uh, football. And it's all about timing with these guys. Like, the Titans got rid of Suckup because he had that groin injury and he never looked right after. And then he goes to Tampa and is automatic. So yeah, well, it's, it's and the Titans have time. had the Titans just have had rotten luck with this in general. When they you have a guy like uh, Cairo Santos here, and you let him go, and now he's in Chicago oh, on yeah. a three year deal, and he's kicking really well for them. And you let Suckup go, and he has a bunch of good years for uh, for Tampa. And and like timing does matter. Uh, but I look at Blankenship, and I just pulled this up now. It, he was thirty two of thirty seven uh, as a rookie. In 2020 with the Colts, he made uh, nine of 11 from 40 to 49. He, I, I just think he's got, yeah, he's got it for me, but he really struggled. Honestly, his struggles haven't even been that bad. I'm looking at it now. He was 11 for 14 in 2021, and that got him cut from Indy four or five last year between Indianapolis and Arizona. So I don't know. Sign me up for Rodrigo Blankenship. That's my guy here. Uh, let's play our game. Let's jump into our game here, Jack, because you came up with this idea. I thought it was excellent. It's a rapid fire. Would you rather chat? Stay with us. It's going to be fast paced, but we're going to jump into it. Uh, before we do got to tell everybody about farm bureau health plans, farm bureau health plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Farm Bureau Health Plan has been serving Tennesseans for over 75 years. A lot has changed in Tennessee over the years, but some things have stayed the same, and that's Farm Bureau Health Plans. They've always valued personal relationships, especially when it comes to good health and good service. Plan on Farm Bureau Health Plans for health vision, uh, health, vision, and dental. With better coverage, better rates, and better service, you can go to fbhp.com slash ATOZ or walk into one of their 200-plus locations across the state. That's fbhp.com slash ATOZ for Farm Bureau Health Plans. BetMGM.com is your place to go if you want some skin in the game this football season. It's right around the corner. There's still time to get some bets in for your futures. 
You've got NFL awards. You've got division winners. I know there's some value on the Titans. College football win totals. Everything is up and available over at BetMGM. But the best part about BetMGM is they've got a refer a friend invitation policy going on right now. You can invite up to 20 of your friends, rack up to up to $2,000 in bonus bets. Because every time one of your friends joins, they'll get $100 in bonus bets and you'll get $100 in bonus bets. So use that referral bonus. Get up to $2,000 in bonus bets and really start making some money this football season with BetMGM. All right, we're playing uh, Titans kicker. Would you rather real quick? Got a couple chats uh, I want to talk about here. Jay wants to know where Zach has been. Hasn't seen him in a while. Well, Zach will be on the show with me tomorrow to kind of preview an interesting debate that I think him and I are going to have about the Titans preseason (laughs) finale against the New England Patriots. Karen says no magic bucket. Nope, Karen, it's coming up here. You see it down there at the bottom of your show graphic. We're going to rip through this game in a couple minutes, and then we're going straight to the magic bucket. But we're playing Titans kickers, would you rather? So stay lively in the chat, and you're just going to hit a last name. We're going to say Michael Badgley or, and we're going down this list. So we'll start it. Would you rather Michael Badgley or Ryan Suckup? Michael Badgley or Ryan Suckup for the Titans. Jack, go. It's going to be Michael Badgley for me. As, as much as I love Suckup in his time here, Badgley had the better season. His trajectory is, you know, a little bit higher than Suckup's right now after kind of a shoddy year. He only, Suckup only made 81% of his kicks in Tampa last year, and that's just not going to cut it. That's more of the same in Tennessee. I think Badgley, you know, he made some kicks up in Detroit. If he can get right mentally, which I think a 10 for 10 day is definitely going to help, um, it's going to go a long ways. Again, we're going to need to see him make kicks in the preseason in order to feel comfortable. But between these two, I'm leaning with the money badger. Yeah, I have to go Badgley too. Uh, I think the ceiling is a little bit higher there in terms of leg strength and just ability to hit from long range, which I think is really important. Uh, Pistol Ramsey's on suck up. So is Matt, Eric, and Mr. Jones. Uh, so is Percy. So is Demetrius. So is Scott. So is Karen, Jacob, Andre. Finally get some Badgley love from Noah and from Section 240. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Jags got juice says neither, which I think is a lot of Titans fans <laughs> answers here. Uh, but Ryan Suckup kind of whelms overwhelmingly from the chat here. Okay, round two. Would you rather Michael Badgley or Robbie Gold, Jack? These guys are both probably going to be on one-year deals. Um, so that being said, I'm going to go with Robbie Gold. Um, one season, I think he can get it done. He had an okay season last year in San Francisco. And, you know, at an old age, a lot of people are going to wonder, well, does he have does he have 50 in him? He kicked two field goals from 50 last year, made them both. So that's encouraging. Uh, you know, big. he's been in big-time games, made big-time kicks for two decades in this league. I think I would take the experience in Robbie Gold over Michael Badgley. Chat is overwhelmingly gold, uh, and this is not surprising because the chat preferred Robbie Gold of all of those veterans. So you see uh, everybody that's pouring in with Robbie Gold love here. I agree. It comes down to what you said. Big time kicks. Robbie Gold's as clutch as they come. Uh, and, you know, while making from 55 is certainly nice, I'd rather you make the game winner from 42. And that's what Robbie Gold's mm-hmm. going to do for you. So, yeah, uh, cash for gold. I go with Robbie Gold over <laughs> Michael Badgley. Next up, would you rather Michael Badgley or Rodrigo Blankenship? Chat, uh, Jack, your opinion while the chat pours in their answers. This is a tough one because um, 
I want to go Badgley, but I, I can't do it. I, I feel like Blankenship's the better option here. And if you get Blankenship right, and if he gets on a heater, like he's prone to do, like we've seen him do, not only in the SEC, but with the Indianapolis Colts, I think at their best, Blankenship is a better kicker than Badgley. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think I have to go Blankenship as well. I just told you why I like him. Uh, I don't... I mean, he's bounced around a little bit. I think there's a lot of really good football left in Rodrigo Blankenship. Plus, I mean, just look at that look, man. Like, I, I'm just such a fan <laughs> of the vibe. I, I like the nicknames. Uh, I'm all over Rodrigo Blankenship. Let's see what the chat is saying here. This one seems kind of split here. We got Badgley from Noah, Blankenship from John, Specs from Orlando talking Rodrigo <laughs> Blankenship, uh, the Money Badger from Matt, Scott Weaver in Section 240, but Demetrius, Scary Harry, and Wesley going with Rodrigo. So is Dave. So is Eric. Uh, Ashley probably describes it best with an Ugg Badgley. <laughs> like, not happy about it, but she'll go with Michael Badgley. Uh, so is Cam and Johnny. Uh, Terry's going blank and chip. Bobby's going blank and chip. That one interesting. Probably the most split down the middle we have mm-hmm. seen so far. Next up, would you rather Michael Badgley? Or Randy Bullock. Jack, go ahead and get your take out of the way because I'm not going to be happy about it. Well, Randy Bullock made 85% of his kicks last year. He went 17 of 20, only missed three kicks. And, you know, one of those was from really long distance. And, you know, there's another one inside 40. Michael Badgley is so volatile as a kicker. And this is what Titans fans need to know. Michael Badgley missed a kick inside 30 yards last year. He's not exactly money from extra points. We saw him miss an extra point the last time he was in a Titans uniform. Sure, he can hit from 45. He's, he's got a decent leg. He's probably got the best leg of any of these kickers that we've talked about, but not by a whole lot. Just because a guy can can hit from 50 doesn't mean he will. Badgley's 5 for 13 in his career and kicks from 50-plus. That is not exactly confidence-inspiring to me. Give, me. give me fit, Randy. Yeah, okay, so, all right. You, you Not confidence-inspiring, there has never been a more uninspiring kicker than Mr. Randy Bullock. And, and oh, so you say that, but Mike Vrabel told him he had a home here and now he's, now he's homeless. Well, yeah, we'll see about this. Uh, let's go to the chat here. John is on Randy. Uh, Matt's on the money badger. Randy from Scott Bullock from Eric, Randy from Gene, Randy from Percy, Randy yes. from Orlando, Randy from Johnny. This is unbelievable to me. Uh, we <laughs> Bobby, says chunky butt which is just a wild comment that's out of pocket uh jay says fat randy we got badgley from scary harry and johnny uh we've got uh fat randy from noah we got bullock from pistol ramsey i'm with section 240 if you don't get bullock out of (laughs) here I'm going with Michael Badgley. We got Tyshawn with us. We've got uh we got Joseph with us we've got Ethan with us we got Brad with us too many of you guys are in on Randy Bullock here. I have, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with Randy Bullock. I need him gone. I've never been more upset with a guy's both like kicking performance and demeanor at all times than, than Randy Bullock. Part of it's just because he was no fun to talk to in the locker room. Like, Oh yeah. I don't how know. How many I, kickers, how many kickers around the league are fun to talk to in the rock in the locker room? Probably a good amount of them. Ryan Suckup's a great dude. Uh, I loved talking to Trey Wolf when he was here. Okay, Michael but Badgley, Michael Badgley was a little uh you know not great. Randy Bullock had this like God complex for a guy that couldn't make a kick longer than 42 yards that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Uh 
we, so, we don't sign kickers because of their charisma here, though. I mean, Sam Sloman should have would have told you that he had, he had one of the biggest field goals in the Titans history. But put some respect on Randy Bobandy's. All right. Well, I guess uh, part of the chat disagrees with me, but I don't want to see him in a Titans uniform ever again. Uh, last one here: Michael Badgley or Zane Gonzalez? Now, uh, not everybody might be familiar with Zane Gonzalez. He's not exactly you know a popping name in the NFL, but he was most recently in the league in 2021. He did not kick last year. An interesting guy though, Jack, because in 2021 with Carolina, he made 20 of 22 field goals, three of five from 50 plus a perfect 10 of 10 between 40 and 49. And going back to 2019, when he was 24 years old, he was 31 of 35 on the year. So Zane Gonzalez has had some very successful seasons in the past. He hasn't kicked in over a full season, though. So would you rather Michael Badgley or Zane Gonzalez? It's funny because you know how, like, we had to make a list of five kickers, right? And Zane Gonzalez just happened to slide in at the five spot. And but Matt comes in with a who? Who? <laughs> to me, Zane Gonzalez is like a seat filler at the Oscars. He's going to come and sit down in, you know, a famous person's seat whenever they have to go to the bathroom to make the place look full on camera for the TVs. Zane Gonzalez is not an option at kicker for the Titans. Give me the money badger in an absolute landslide. This isn't even close. Yeah, I mean, I'll take the money badger too. I just think it's surprising given I look at the numbers and I see a guy like last time he was in the NFL, 12 games for Carolina in 2021. He was pretty dang good. 10 of 10 from 40 to 49. That's the money zone the Titans keep talking about. Why is nobody picking my man up? Like where, where's the opportunity for old Zane here? John actually wants Zane. Noah's in on Badgley. So is Jacob. And I'm guessing, uh, yeah, Badgley, Badgley. Section 240 with the honesty says, yeah, straight up, don't know who this dude is. So can't, can't really have uh, have that conversation. Commander says Zane's got game. Uh, but uh, And actually, there's Dave, Ashley are in on Zane. Danny and Brad are in on Gonzalez. So the chat, mm -hmm. surprisingly, is it more on... Is it more pro-Gonzalez or anti-Badgley, though? That's what I wonder. That's an interesting one. I, I don't know. A lot of people were in on Badgley for some of these. But then again, the chat also took Randy Bullock. So I don't know if they're really all that <laughs> disgusting. Wanna... An absolutely disgusting <laughs> act by our chat taking Randy Bullock. I, I want to use my executive power here to give the love of the show to Percy Whitaker. Let Hani kick the field goals, baby. Oh, Bring that... the MVP Can over to the gridiron. imagine how many tickets we would sell? Like the... Nissan Stadium would be buzzing for Hani to kick a field goal. I hey, need this to happen as well. It wouldn't be the first soccer player to get a shot kicking field goals in match. I bet you he saying. could I bet you he could make an extra point too pretty pretty nicely. So, yeah, <laughs> sign me up for that. Let's let's just sell tickets if we're going to you know if if Ryan Tannehill gets hurt and the Titans are like out of contention, just bring him in. To bring in Hani to kick a kick an extra point every once in a while. So, like get the fans buzzing. You'll definitely sell out a game. Uh who has the best field goal percentage in 50 plus from Kane uh, with a super chat wanting to know about these guys. Do you know off the top of your head, which one of these guys is you know, the best percentage? I'll have wise? to, I'll have to pull up Zane Gonzalez and uh, Rodrigo Blankenship's numbers real quick, but Robbie gold uh, has suck up beat suck up in his career is 23 for 47, which is slightly under 50 gold also under 50%. At 36 of 41, but uh, much higher. Actually, that is above 50%. My math's a little off there. 36 so, uh, of 41 is way above. No, no, no. 30, 36 of 51 for Robbie oh, Gold. Okay. Um, Zane Gonzalez is 11 for 18. So um, 
over 50, but not exactly strong. None of these guys. I mean, these guys are all free agents for a reason. We have to remember. Um, yeah. When it comes to Rodrigo Blankenship, I'm pulling up the numbers as we speak. But right now, Robbie Gold has the lead over all of these guys. Yeah, I don't know if career numbers are even that relevant when it comes Two down to Two for five for Rodrigo. So What have you done for me gold. recently? Uh, but that was a you know, quick little fun exercise. I think shows the state of where the fan base is at with kickers. All right, uh, one more thing before we get out of here. Let's go ahead and get to the magic bucket. Magic bucket uh, Thursday here. First time I've been in, been able to be in the host seat for a magic bucket. Uh, all of our end of show segments are presented by our friends at Wilson County Hyundai. Make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Uh, forget those downtown Nashville prices. Head out to Lebanon and see our friends. wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Okay, Jack, I have the magic bucket on hand uh ready to roll here today you know i will pick but i will let you choose is the first first of all when was the last time you did a magic bucket here i i had a run of like probably four or five straight weeks of the magic bucket but it's been a minute since the last time i did it the last time i was supposed to do it i think the magic bucket was thankfully stuck at your house when you were out of town i got it that day but i may get my karma today i hope not well, uh, all right, before we get to this, make sure everybody likes the show. I see we're only at, you know, net, just not enough likes. I need, a, I need a like on the show before we wrap this up here for Jack's first magic bucket in a while. Maybe put some good vibes out there that he's going to get yes. something super embarrassing. No. Uh, for you or me first, Jack. Let's rip the Band-Aid off. All right. Diving in here. Let me know if you've done it before. No lying, no cheating. Uh. Oh, make a fart noise with your mouth. That's boring. It's so okay, easy. I can do that. Yeah, of course you can. That's a, it's a quick one. All right. Have at it. How about that? All right. Rate the fart noise out of 10, Chad. Rate that. Going, that's like a 6.3. Oh, I thought that that actually had some muscle. That was actually decent. It. I'm not going to lie. Now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, probably 7.4 fart noise. You know, not bad. I'll take 7.4. All right, so, all right, this is for me now. I keep getting hosed on these. My magic buckets are usually very bad. Um, yeah, people are not happy with. with oh, God, so some of these comments. Solid three for more. Oh, I like man. it. All right, for me, here we go. Y'all are nasty. <laughs> Give a tutorial on how to tie a tie. I've done this. Oh. I've done this because I was wearing a tie with my goofy glasses one time to wrap a show, so I've done that. One more. All right, here we go. On the next live show, the puller has to wear clip-on earrings and a plastic tiara. Ooh, man, that's tough. I had that oh, one before. Yeah, I think we have a plastic tiara and clip-on earrings somewhere uh, between all of us here at A to Z Sports. So I will uh, – I have not done that one. Maserati Max says I've done all of them. No, I have not yet, but we do need to replace a lot of these. I'll be on here tomorrow morning uh, to kind of uh, – yeah, we're talking preseason action. It'll be me and Zach Bingham, and I'll be wearing a, pre- uh, a tiara and clip-on earrings, which will be – you know, I always get stuck in these outfits. Oh, I'll tell you. I, when I had that one, I had to go to Claire's in the mall in Cool Springs – and unfortunately had to wait in that line for way too long. So everyone was looking at me as a guy with peanut butter and jelly sandwich plastic earrings. It was a nightmare. 
you went and bought them at Claire. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I, I did. All right, I did. Well, there you go. It, it was it was two pieces of bread. One had peanut butter. One had jelly. You just clipped them off. I Orlando, I had this one and didn't look fancy. I, no, I had the crown and the monocle. I never had the tiara and the earrings. This I I don't know. Uh, this is some slander, Orlando. I would have done my magic buckets. I do my magic buckets, uh, but yeah, I'll be on here. Tomorrow with Zach, uh, we preview the Tennessee Titans preseason finale against the New England Patriots. We're going to have an interesting conversation about Ryan Tannehill, about the quarterbacks, about who should play and who shouldn't play. Might have a very good debate there. Uh, keep an eye on a to zsports.com. Keep an eye on a to zsports on Facebook and X. Like the show before you go and subscribe to the channel. Keep it dialed in. Regular season football is around the corner, and we've got it uh, all of the content that you need from practice coverage to articles to all the videos on social medias. A to Z Sports, thank you guys for tuning in with us. We will see you next time. Tighten up podcast out now.